Hello, welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ashley. And this podcast in particular is about the challenge, Final Reckoning, episode three. That's right. We're in season 32. And this is the official third app. Boom. Recap time. We're going to recap this scene by scene for you challenge heads out there in the universe. But I want to know right off the bat, Nick, what did you think of the episode? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Um, It's interesting how it played out uh, because I feel like it was setting us up for that. And then it it played out that way. But it did swerve me a little bit in the middle. I I was sort of surprised uh, that everything went the way it did. Mm, You mean the big twist? Um, no, the twists I was totally pre- prepared for. Oh. I, I pretty much knew exactly, you know, the minor twists oh. that we saw in this game. I, I, I like them and we'll talk about them when we uh, when we get to it. I'd like to say that this is the third episode and we have seen one daily and one elimination. I know it really is a lot of people. It really is a lot of politicking and it really is sort of a lot of gossiping at this point. Yeah, it's a slow build what is happening. I guess they're just setting the scene I guess so. Honestly, I'm interested after uh, this episode, episode four, because everything that we've been talking about so far and all the gossiping and the plotting and the what's going to happen has revolved around um, the people that are involved in the the final here. And uh, and and, you know, we let's just say we may not have to hear about all of that so much anymore. But if they take that away, then what's the point of wasting the first two episodes on it? (sighs) Well, there's the Redemption House. There's the Redemption House. You know what? Let's just get into this recap. It yeah. opens with Banana giving us a last week. Banana? <laughs> <laughs> He's gone from, from, from multiple to just one single banana. All right. I like it. What's Banana doing? <laughs> oh, that was a little that was It starts with Banana. <laughs> It starts with a banana. Um, it it starts, starts, actually just starts with a banana. A, a one, one banana. It uh, starts with bananas. He opens up and he says, uh, he basically gives us a rundown of Tony coming last episode and joining Johnny. He gets that line in one more time where Johnny calls Tony Judas. And then we have Faith explaining us the explaining to us the love triangle, the um, Cara Maria, Kyle, and Polly situation that's causing a lot of of drama in the house my question is if it involves faith isn't it a square yeah it seems like faith is sort of being used as a pawn here and she's also not getting to say that much yeah so the show opens up at the main house veronica is our first interview and i just as soon as i saw her i was like I am so interested in the fact that her and CT are partners. I want to know about their story. They have over a decade of a backstory. No, I believe it's... Uh, a, Two decades? Yeah, it's over a decade. I'm sorry, because they keep saying quarter of a century worth of experience and yada, yeah, yada, yada. Yeah, that's 25 years, but that's right. combined. Right, that's combined. And it also means nothing. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But um, I just want to know more about these two and their past. Yeah, uh, I mean, there are shows out there that you can find and to see a little bit of their past. Honestly, Veronica and CT did not cross paths that much. I mean, they were on seasons together, but... Really not doing much, you know, because back in the day, men were competing with men and women were competing with women. Right. So um, rarely were they paired up and 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 in teams like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know of any existing storylines between the two other than the fact that they're both old now. I'd love a flashback. 
Uh, Veronica kind of sets the stage to let us know that Brad and Kyle won, and now everyone is going to be wondering how is voting gonna go, which takes us to the main stage of the main house, which is, of course, the porch. We've got Derek and Tori out on the porch. Derek is a sort of explaining why he was such a bum in this uh, this last elimination. I know, he's like, I got the three challenge. rings, and then I couldn't get any of the rings, and I'm totally with you, Tori. I'm totally with you. Yeah, and Tori's like, we look like a layup and then he brings up the fact that she cheated on him again which is like so debatable i thought i thought that was debatable still don't exactly know what's going on i mean we know that she um uh eventually you know ended up with uh jordan correct and i and maybe cheated on him while i don't know I, we don't she know denied it we don't non-stop know at yeah. the dirty 30 not reunion sure. and then she also said that she had hired a private investigator because she thought that Derek had hacked her phone so these these two have a lot of history and instead of that being touched upon it's just Derek constantly saying that she cheated on him maybe she did i don't know if you know if you guys have some pics out there you got some receipts as the kids say please email us and let us correct us let us know um but this is when derek says you know at this point we got to rely on our political game and nick you were like man if you're talking about political game this early in the season late really Oh, what do you mean? It's just like the way he was saying it was like, uh, boy, and, you know, we just have to get this political game up, political game. First of all, if you're saying the word political game out loud, you don't have one. Uh, And number uh, two, if you're like, hey, I got to figure out my political game. Hey, it's episode three. Everybody forget figured out their political game on the plane over. Yeah. You were left out, bro. Yeah. The game you're playing now is try to look like a layup till the middle of this season and then make a couple of power moves and try to... squeeze your way into the final so that takes us to the boys room johnny banana is uh stirring the pot uh old banana stirring the pot and they're talking about polly and but johnny's like you gotta you gotta talk to him let's get him in here and then instead of bringing polly into the lion's den kyle and brad go outside with him to talk to polly and kyle is um kyle's like listen i'll just say it up up front you called me a pussy did you call me a pussy and polly's like I, you know, I didn't call you a pussy. I said you would be a pussy to put me in over Car Maria. <laughs> so hypothetical. A hypothetical. Also, pussy. and then somebody says, yeah, I think it might be Brad or Kyle in their interview was basically like, it's way too early in the show to be calling somebody a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait way later to start throwing the old P word around. Way too late to be working on your political game and way too early to throw around pussy. Um, and that is also when Polly says to Kyle, like, all I've heard from you since day one is that you hate Shane. Yeah. So, you know, just to catch you guys up, if you, if you don't remember this, Shane just put Kyle on blast on Twitter uh, last season during Vendetta's where he was just posting a lot of embarrassing pictures of Kyle's plastic surgeries. We're talking hair plugs, chin implants, and it really, Kyle is vain, okay? Yeah, he's a vain guy. He's a vain guy, and his Achilles heel is someone making fun of his looks, and yeah. Shane knows how to get to people. Yeah, I mean, there were real pictures of those hair plugs and everything so i mean that proof is in the pudding that proof is in the pudding speaking of shane that takes us to amanda and shane chatting the green slime is back what are they drinking what elixir do (laughs) they have down there okay so jemmy said on twitter that that was white wine with food coloring in it so i'm guessing that has something to do with them trying to control their alcohol intake where they're like there's three bottles of green white wine for this night and three bottles of purple 
cool white wine. Like there's got to be a reason why production is dying this wine. Uh, that's super weird. I don't know how that controls the intake. And two, in that conversation between Amanda and Shane, Shane was drinking what we saw earlier, which was that classic Slimer juice elixir. Mm -hmm. And then Amanda had like almost a, um, a more trans, uh, translucent. She had slime elixir that had clearly been iced and the ice had melted. Something, something was going on. It was, it was just a different shade of green. Yeah. So this is just to Shane and Amanda talking. Shane is just explaining his beef with Kyle, which we already know. We already went over. Shane mentions that he's blocked him on all social media. Shane is so good at getting people at their core. He really, Uh it's a skill. I mean, I don't know if it's a skill or if he's just not afraid of the consequences in the moment. Uh, Somebody says, and I think it's Amanda, that Shane uh, goes and lets it all hang out when he's uh, on social media and having a few drinks. Yeah, I think he has a little rap as being a drunk tweeter. Mm. Um, So then that takes us, we're still in the main house, that takes us to a couch session. We've got Cam and Natalie talking about Kaylee and um, you know Natalie says like you know Kaylee is my vendetta Cam is my friend they're partners this sucks for me but ultimately my friendship with Cam outweighs my beef with Kaylee and this is definitely foreshadowing for what will happen later but I will say that Natalie has referenced this a few times she referenced this on last week's episode that she likes Cam more than she has beef with Kaylee and um, I just I get the feeling that Cam and Natalie are actually friends. Yeah, and, uh, you know, things play out in an interesting way. Let's just say that. So then that takes us to outside porch. We've got Team Smoke. Team Smoke Break. Team Smoke Break. we got Tony, Veronica, Marie, CT, and Shane all having a smoke. I'll tell you what. I liked this. It brings me back to um, the challenges of yesteryear, to the real worlds of yesteryear when you just used to see people lighten up freely. And then there was a long time when you just didn't see it. And I really do feel like Tony ushered it back in. I know they were all smoking, but Tony probably smoked so much that they were like, okay, I guess we got to start showing people smoking cigarettes again because this is part of it. Yeah, because I remember when I came in and started really watching the challenge as it was airing uh, around Bloodlines, around Rivals 3, every now and then uh, in the bar when they would go out and explore the city, uh, Johnny would get drunk and he would smoke, but he would always try and hide it out of the camera's view. He would cup his hand and hide it. And I specifically remember someone was getting into a fight and he was smoking and he hid it. And you were you you alerted me to this. You were like, look, he's hiding this because he knows they're going to want to show it. So he's hiding the fact that he's smoking so they can use this footage. That's interesting. I do remember that. Yeah, he's very smart. I mean, he's a producer. He's a producer. That might have also been the same season where he we also noted the fact that Johnny alerted cameramen to go into a certain room because a fight was about to break out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, no, they're aware of it. And also CT, you'll always notice CT's out there smoking. You will rarely see the cigarette in CT's hand because he's also keeping it low below his uh, belt and he's cupping that butt. Yeah. They really do a little hand thing there. Um, So then that takes us back into the living room. I I, I feel like these episodes are just a tour of this main house. Uh, That aside, we're back in the living room. Now we have Natalie, Polly, and Carmaria talking. Um, And Natalie is saying to Carmaria, you're fucking up my game. Because Natalie and Polly are on the same team. And Polly has like basically a big bullseye on his back. Because Brad and Kyle won the daily. They won the challenge and now 
Kyle and Cara Maria. It just, this is the tangled web we weave. Um, Cara and Kyle Maria dated. And now. Kyle and Cara Maria. Kyle, you, you what did Car- I say? Cara and Kyle Maria. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much information. A lot of cuss sounds. Okay, guys, listen up. Kyle, Cara Maria, they hooked up. They dated. Whatever. They came back into the house this season. Cara Maria wanted it to happen again. Kyle did not. Kyle started hooking up with Faith. Cara Maria got pissed. So she started flirting with Polly. Polly now is gotten the eye of Kyle, who's like, I don't want to hook up with Cara Maria, but that is my ex-girl, and I don't want anyone else to hook up with her. So Polly, now I'm looking at you. Now Polly's partner is Natalie. Natalie is pissed off at Cara Maria because Natalie is saying, you put Polly in this situation by flirting with him to make Kyle jealous, and now you have put both of our heads on the chopping block. Wow. I need I need a cigarette after all that. <laughs> Talking about Team Smoke. So um, Natalie's basically like, you got to make this right. So then that takes us outside to Kara talking to Kyle. And Kara's basically saying like, I don't want you to put Polly in. Come on, don't put Polly in. I was just flirting with Polly to make you jealous. Don't put him in. Don't put him in. Yeah, and uh, Kyle's kind of like, yeah, but, you know, um, if he were to have made a move on you, would you have made out with him? And then Kara's like, yeah. Totally. Uh, Totally could still happen. But don't put him in. Come on. He's a good guy. Uh, But yes, if he's still around and then he decides to break up his girlfriend over me, I will make out with him to make you jealous. Yeah. And then Kyle's like, oh, you would make out with you would make out with him. Okay. well, watch what I do with Faith later on. Yeah. And he does that in an interview. And the way he said that felt so UK. It felt so um, uh, X on the beach Beach UK because Ashley and I watched a couple of those episodes and we were floored by the way that they talked about sex on that show yeah and they just use it as a weapon yeah it's crazy so that takes us to the couch we're back in the main house we're in the couch now we're no longer outside car goes to brad for help she's basically saying brad you're kyle's partner i don't want you to put paulie and natalie in please help me and brad is basically like cara i hear you i got no power yeah sorry dude uh that's my mother effing partner yeah, then we see the bedroom cam. We get that night vision. We see Kyle crawling into face bed. And, um, and we see some shorts, on, some jorts on the floor. Yeah, we're seeing some hugging up. And that takes us to an interview with Kyle where he goes, can you make me look like a stupid idiot instead of a dickhead? He's talking right to the producers, right to the edit person. Actually, he goes, oh, you're the edit bay guy, right? Can you make me look like a stupid idiot rather than a dickhead? Yeah. Which I laughed out loud, too, because, yes, those are the two ways that the edit can make you look when you make a mistake in this way. So uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. And you know what? Kyle was okay last season for me. Kyle's grown on me a lot. Kyle's good at this. We're seeing so much of Kyle. The past three episodes, he's our lead guy in this show. Yeah. And yes, it's because of the storyline that he has with a very powerful challenger, Cara Maria, but it's also because he knows how to be on a reality show. He knows how to speak in sound bites. His interviews, it looks like he's earnest about them. He's having fun, and he can tell the story in a way that it seems like it's natural. Yeah. And also in the house, he's, he's getting around a lot. He's, he's got a lot of hands and a lot of pies right now. He doesn't seem to mind being a villain either. No, and he's one of those villains with a smile on. Even though, yes, he's doing villainous things, I kind of like the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's likable. That's the issue. I 
I also like the fact that he's hooking up with Faith. I find them to be an interesting couple. Yeah, sure. Gorgeous people hooking up. It's, it's, it's wonderful. So then that takes us to the morning, and we are outside um, at the pool. CT's talking to Johnny. Uh, Johnny's very upset about Tony. He's basically saying, like, you know, my plan was to fuck Tony up next season on the challenge, and now he's my partner? Like, this messes with my head. Um, and then CT's like, okay, well, I have Veronica as a partner. Like, p- sure, people might respect us, but sooner or later, we're going to have to perform. And I don't think she can perform. Yeah, and he's a lot of talk whether or not uh, Veronica's ever going to work out. Yeah. Uh, like, physically work out with CT. and They're laying know, into Veronica yeah, they're and, and both of them, first of all, Johnny starts laughing when, when CT mentions Veronica. And then that's when CT looks at Johnny and goes, dude, sometimes when I'm by myself, I just start laughing out loud. How did I get myself into this situation? Yeah, Veronica, no one seems to respect Veronica at all. And apparently she used to be Queen V. That was a thing. That was what she was doing. I, she wasn't a super strong competitor. I mean, she had a good, uh, she had a nasty political game. And she was also known as one of those people who uh, played, uh, po- had, a, had a good politicking game. Uh. I mean, we've watched a, a classic season of the challenge. You remember her like uh, Hail Mary was to hook up with um, Evan. Remember that? Oh, and right. everybody got so mm-hmm. mad. The ruin. That Evan decided to start hooking up with Veronica, and he started protecting Veronica. Yeah, that's an early. uh, That's sort of an early case here of seeing somebody kind of throw their sexual prowess around in order to get a couple of safety votes. So then, also happening at the pool, but later is Angela and Johnny flirting. You know, Johnny's just saying bullshit, and Angela's giggling. Then it cuts to Shane, and Shane's like, "All the girls in the house think Johnny's a dickhead." Angela's being manipulated by Johnny, and Angela also mentions that Johnny just makes me laugh yeah that made me want to throw up my oh, mouth oh god is see, there anybody less funny than johnny i mean put the way you actually feel about him you know aside and let's just talk about comedy that dude ain't funny yeah but i you know what when she said that i was like oh i know what she's talking about I, and and i think it's like a type of guy who just comes up and he's got a lot of confidence and he's saying outrageous things to you that are crossing the line and you're misinterpreting that as like funny flirting uh, he's like funny white guy, 1999. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. I, I've mentioned in the past that he'd uh, chase a that's what she said off the Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. Uh, uh, he he also, there's some, uh, I'm misquoting him, but he said like, he the way his descriptors, the way he describes situations, it's always in a pretty sexist manner. Yeah. And it's always like these dirty hookers in the bathroom. <laughs> and like, that's his comedy, like calling like a bunch of ladies dirty, dirty hookers. Yeah. Um, he's like, I can't say whores anymore because, uh, you know, uh, times are changing. So yeah. I guess I got to call them hookers. So these and, dick suckers. Yeah, are, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he's uh, he, he's that type of dude. And, right. and to call that guy uh, hilarious or so funny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like Angela, but honestly, Angela is the type of lady, in my opinion, and sorry for that. I'm, uh, you know, um, generalizing. Oh, you're looking at me like you're a little concerned. She's the type of lady that would think a guy like Johnny's funny. Yeah. Well, you know I, I mean? think she probably thinks the you know i think he probably has her giddy right and so she's overreacting to things he's saying as funny is she purely attracted to the power that he wields in that house yeah okay um also do you remember one time nick and i found johnny's um his video that he submitted to be on the real world do you remember us watching this he submitted a video it's in his college dorm and there's like a ck1 poster behind him and he's wearing like a leather jacket and his hair is all gelled up 
Do you remember this at all? I don't remember. It was one of our 4 a.m. deep dives. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. So that takes us straight to nominations. Everybody is sitting there waiting for TJ. He appears and he tells us everyone gets a vote. Everyone is up for elimination. Except for Brad and Kyle. Except for Brad and Kyle. They're safe. They do get a vote. But they are safe. You you may not vote them. Not only do they get a vote, but their vote counts as two. Two votes. Double whammy. Every team gets to vote for one team. So then he goes, Nelson and Shane. And so we think that they're about to vote. And then he goes, oh, wait, one more thing. It's all going to be a secret vote. Boom. And then we cut to a Marie interview where she's like, oh, shit. Everyone in this house is a dirty liar. <laughs> Every Everything is going to be turned upside down. Like holding people accountable is important for voting in front of each other because that is like keeps alliances in place. But if we can go behind each other's backs, everyone is screwed. What I found was interesting here is that uh, TJ sort of clarified why this is happening. At least this is what he's saying. And he said there's going to be no more bandwagon votes, no more burn votes. Yeah. So clearly somebody is decided that that's getting in the way of some drama yeah also tj hates burn votes hates them well because it 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 is a loophole yeah it's something that they can't plan for and uh the the uh people on the show have decided is an easy way to sort of get by don't hate the player hate the game man and if you hate the game change the rules change the rules and then he calls this um then we see like big graphics on the screen that say reckoning vote so that is what they have named this. It's going to be the reckoning vote. First team that goes in, Shane and Nelson, they vote in Angela and Faith. Then Angela and Faith, they vote in Nelson and Shane. Then we see CT, Veronica, Cam, Derek, Tori and Derek, and we don't get to see who they vote in, but we do see them discussing it. Then we see Car Maria and Marie talking it out. Car Maria wants to put in Angela and Faith. Marie wants to put in Tori and Derek or Natalie and Polly. They go back and forth, back and forth on this for a while. This is a battle all in it to it in, in itself. Yeah. However you say that. Um, there's a huge power struggle going on that Marie is losing here. Yeah. These and two it, are going to have a tough time. And it's uh, it's interesting to me because I feel like uh, I haven't seen dissension in a team like this so far on this show. And boy, oh boy, is there dissension between these two. Marie says, listen, Cara, I'll go with what you want if... You keep what we talked about in here and what how we voted a secret. And Gar's like, yeah, 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 totally, totally, totally. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, I had thought that most of these teams, once they were teamed up, they were like, well, we kind of have a feud for TV. Let's just right. get it together. I mean, how many of these teams were like hating each other and now are kind of like, well, this is it. You know, Kyle and Brad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those guys were really beefing last season for a minute. And uh, now they're like, dude, I can't wait to continue to be paired up with you. We're, we're going to run this shit. And, yeah. and, and even, you know. Um, the, Joss and Sylvia. Joss and Sylvia. Well, what, were, what was their beef? I we mean, never... he put her in after right. she ate the stinky cheese. I guess you can sort of make a, a case for there are some teams with real vendettas and some that are just kind of show vendettas. And I and Maria, Marie and Cara Maria are definitely in. Uh, in the first part of that, because uh, their vendettas almost didn't even play out on um, television. It was through social media, through taking dirty shots at one another and talking mad shit. They don't like each other. They just don't. They just don't. And I love it. 
So then we see Johnny and Tony. They vote in Shane and Nelson. We see Joss and Sylvia. I th- we think they vote in Polly and Natalie. And we think Amanda and Zach vote in Polly and Natalie. Again, this is done in an editing way where we can't really tell. Polly and Natalie vote in Joss and Sylvia. Brad and Kyle. We don't know who they put in, but we can only guess that it's Polly and Natalie. Then TJ says, okay, the votes have been tallied. Everybody pack your bags. You won't find out who's going into the elimination until we're at the elimination. Wow. It's big. Big. Just the fear alone, you know, having to pack your bags, having to dress for the elimination. That's scary. Yeah. And also annoying. How annoying is it to pack? Yeah. I hate packing. Yeah. They're going to have to pack every elimination. Probably not. Most people are going to leave their shit in their suitcases. Uh, Let's be honest. That makes me crazy. Um, And then Amanda says, TJ has completely ruined our lives with this... um, this new rule. I like how everybody always blames TJ. Yeah, I know. Like, he's really making it. But also, we, what do you think Amanda's really saying there? I think I know what she's saying. What do you think she's saying? She's saying, great, now we all can't party right now. Because the, oh. they usually, most people get off the hook at this point, have a good night rest, get up in the morning or tonight or something. And most people are just like, great, I'm not on the chopping block. Time to get fucked up. And now you can't. Oh. So it's kind of like you're being put on, you're grounded. You I know. just thought she meant anxiety levels, but I'm I sure think that you're has, right. was part of it. But it really, I think, read as "fuck." I thought I was going to be able to party tonight, right. and now I can't. Then something incredible happened—a commercial break, and we saw the trailer for "Are You the One," the new season, yes. season seven. Yes, yes. Could not believe it. Long time coming in August, baby. Then we are back at the house. Kara is telling Tori and Natalie what Marie said. Kara. Why are you doing this? It is weird. It's like, what is this gaining her by throwing her her uh, person right under the bus? It's strange. It doesn't make any sense. And, and she's telling them that, and they're floored. Tori said, I'm going to kill that bitch. Uh, and then... Um, Marie walks in. And when she walks out into the room from the other room, clearly heard the whole thing, uh, the, the there was a, a like a little editing flourish, an audio flourish, uh, that made it sound like like a jump scare in a, in like a in like a scary movie. It was like boom, and then all of a sudden <laughs> she showed up, and it was like oh shit, Marie's here. Like, and uh, Car Maria had no fucking problem that she was there. Yeah. Didn't care at all. It was almost like she planned on having her hear it. Marie was like, "Can we talk?" And Car Maria is like, "No, we already talked." And then Marie in an interview is like, "My partner doesn't have my back at all. This sucks. Yeah. I hate." this yeah you know it's tough when you're in a in in involved in something where the only person on your side is your vendetta i mean they have built a show that has built intention here i say congrats kudos to the producers because <laughs> i want infighting i want people to tear each other apart i want blood oh my god you want bad girls club to come back come on please <laughs> and not with that stupid peer mediator uh, life yeah. coach those yeah. last seasons were horrible they were bad that takes us to the redemption house when the redemption house popped up i was like oh yeah i forgot about you redemption house they are playing a game of truth or dare and jemmy basically lets us know that the whole point of this game of truth or dare is to get Brittany and chuck to resolve their clearly unresolved issues confirm that she is a dirty player uh 
what the hell is going on in this redemption house? I don't know. It's so creepy in there. I hate it. They're playing weird games. Everybody's kind of like looks like they're in a like some sort of a malaise. They must be so bored in that they house. They must be so bored. No one seems like they're having fun. And then Brittany's just screaming all the time. Drunk. Everybody's just too drunk. Yeah. I mean, Brittany twerks on Chuck and then someone was about to, you know, Chuck, by the way, is Brittany's partner, also her ex-boyfriend from Are You the One. We of course know that Brittany's boyfriend friend brad is back at the house so you know i just remembered something what so cringy oh Um, what happened jose says truth or dare and he says truth or dare people say that they kind of pronounce truth the th birthday we've seen it it's whatever it's where you grew up whatever's going on there and chuck goes truth and and corrects Uh. jose chuck's some white guy uh jose is not I just feel like I don't care how comfortable you think you're getting in this house with these people. Don't make yourself look like like um, some sort of like elitist fucking yeah. you're trying to teach a, a grammar lesson to another person your age. It's like yeah. it makes you look awful. I don't like Chuck. I hate his fucking soul patch. Brittany's getting on my nerves. I'm ready for that team to go home. Same. I don't I didn't notice that, but I in general don't like grammar policing or pronunciation. And, policing. and that's a loaded that's a loaded one. It really that's is. That's like a loaded classist one. Yeah. It's like please, bro. Do you mean when you say classist, do you also mean a little racist? Yes. Yes. But it's you know, it's um yeah. It's a lot of things. It's a lot and, of and things. It's, and it's a thing that I just didn't want to see white old Chuck do. You know, <laughs> fucking Chuck, you white piece of shit. Basically, Chuck's, we're, we're, we don't know anything about you. No. And you're not coming off that great. Last year, you throw around, <laughs> last week, you threw around Tej like yeah. you knew the guy. Thanks, yeah. Tej. Love you, Tej. No. You don't know Tej. And he don't love you back. Yeah, he doesn't even remember your name. Bye, Chuck. Yeah, it's time for Chuck to go. Brittany's a mess. Everybody in the house knows it. That takes us back to the main house. Everyone's packing up. Marie's talking to Cam about, like, this fucking sucks. My partner, like, doesn't have my back. Like, at least you and Kaylee can, like, work through your shit to support each other in this game. My partner is a piece of shit and not supporting me in this game. Wow. Yeah. She's upset. So then we go to the elimination, and it is a giant dome. And TJ lets us know that this is Armageddon. Welcome to Armageddon. <laughs> and this is where all the eliminations will be Whoa, happening. Whoa, Tej, where are we? You're in a place that looks like every elimination in the last <laughs> six seasons. Yeah. Do you know the ring? Do you know the ruins? Yeah. These it's kind of like that. It's the same. Except for this one's like half of a soccer ball chopped in. Yeah. Like a, it's, the, a, it's a dome. It's a dome. It's a dome. But it also has the pa- hexagonal pattern of a soccer ball. It has a hexagonal pattern. <laughs> Johnny Banana. All that stuff. You know what, Nick? What? I hexagonal see- pattern was right. I don't know why I threw that why in Johnny. Why you ba- had to throw in the banana? I, I just think it was funny that you had to let the v- the viewers, the listeners know that it's a hex- there was hexagonal shapes. Oh, my God. If you have a... You know what? We're going to talk off pod. Oh, I hate talking <laughs> off pod. So ever, all the teams are standing on um, light boxes and... TJ says four teams got votes, and we're going to see who those teams are. And those teams that got votes were Polly and Natalie, Shane and Nelson. And we find that out through the light boxes. That's true. Faith and Angela and Joss and Sylvia. And the team that got the most votes were, drumroll please, Polly and Natalie. Wow. It did happen. It came true. The prophecy was true. Yes. They walk down to join TJ, and TJ says, Final Reckoning is all about owning your actions. 
and facing your enemies. Let's see who voted for you. Oh, wait a minute. But you said uh, it was private and I could be sneaky and I'm a liar and I'm a snake. And then the boxes light up under Sylvia, Josh, Amanda, Zach, Cam and Kaylee, Brad and Kyle. Boink. The secrets have been exposed. Uh, and so we find out that uh, if you are prepared to vote somebody in, you better be prepared to take them out yourself. That's right. Paulie and Natalie get to choose who they're going up against in this elimination. And it has to be somebody who voted for them. And it can't be Kyle and Brad because they had won. Mm-hmm. So who do they pick, Ash? They pick Cam and Kaylee. Now, there's a moment of deliberation between the two of them. And Paulie does say, I want to take a shot at the guys. Yeah. And Natalie says, hey, listen, uh, Kaylee's my only competition, my only vendetta. I want to take her out. We find out Natalie got her way. Now, here's the thing. I'm a big Cam fan. You okay? are. I've always been. I'm day one Cam fan. Kill a Cam. I don't like the way she acts when she gets uh, picked to go in. She gets really defensive. She gets so defensive. It's not very sportsmanlike. Um, she so Polly and Natalie pick Cam and Kaylee. And Cam is pissed, and Natalie's like, you voted for us. Like, you put us in here, you know? It's like Cam is giving Natalie, like, why would you do that? We're friends. And Natalie's like, we're in this position because you voted for us. That is true. She And she was trying to be sneaky about it. And she was trying to be sneaky about it. So that brings us to the uh, elimination. Basically, they, there's two cages, and um, one person from each team will be in a cage. In that cage, they will be putting together a 3D puzzle. They get the pieces for the puzzle from their partner who is bungee corded to a pole and has to use their body weight to fight the bungee cord, grab a puzzle piece, deliver it to their partner. This was a very fun game. I will say it was a poor showing on Polly's part. He struggled with that bungee cord. Yeah, he struggled with it. Cam didn't seem to struggle with it. I suspect there's some editing here to make Polly look weaker than he is because um, how could that be? I was confused by it because he was like having to dig his feet in, but then it would cut to Cam and she was almost walking yeah, she upright. She was like upright. It was, didn't look like she was struggling, but they must have just not shown her struggling. Uh, but ultimately, uh, it comes down to the people in the cages doing the puzzles. Mm-hmm. They are given all of the pieces before either one wins, and it is just a race to see who could put this puzzle together. That's true. And who puts the puzzle together first? Kaylee. She does indeed. She beats Natalie. She sends Polly and Natalie home, air quotes. No, it's not home because in the previews uh, for a second, you see Natalie and she's in the redemption house. Yeah, we know she's gone to the redemption house. Um, So if you consider that a spoiler, know that MTV showed it to us. Yeah, just take a look. Open up your eyes, jackass. Open up your eyes. Um, Then, you know, so Cam and Kaylee win. Everybody in the house is so pumped. Everybody wanted to see Polly go home because of his thing with Cara Maria and Kyle. And everybody wanted to see Polly and Natalie go home because they've been exposed for voting for Polly and Natalie. Yeah, Cara's not upset. Cara's upset, though. Cara's upset. Cara's the one that's upset. Um, and Angela says, I love you, Polly, because I guess X on the beach, they bonded. So he's got one per, he's got two people in the house. Johnny is basically like good riddance to Natalie because she's not even talking to him. And um, that's when TJ says, that's how these challenges are going to go. Now, you know. Yeah. And uh, actually, I don't believe him. <laughs> I think he'll change this quite a few times as the show goes on. 
uh, if my suspicions are correct. Yeah. Uh, so that was the recap, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, another episode of a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, and then one sort of physical competition. But I did like this episode. My question is, is all of this um, fit like all of this stuff up top is setting the stage. Do you think it will pay off? In what way? Like they are clearly just trying to really stoke the flames of these relationships and this drama. The only reason I could see them having three episodes of quote unquote filler is because they want to lay the groundwork for some serious shit that's going to go down as the season progresses. Well, we already talked about the previews. And and honestly, the most shocking part of the previews was it seems like right after this elimination, Pauly and Zach get almost get into a physical confrontation. Mm. There seems to be screaming and yelling back and forth. So I don't know if this is the last that we're going to see of Polly as far as going up against these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did, uh, Natalie and Polly, specifically Polly, mentioned that the people that voted for them, other than Kyle and Brad, were definitely their vendettas. And yeah. that he's coming for them. So maybe we're going to need a little bit of this information as this show unfolds. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was a good episode. I would say even, I give it a B plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. B plus is, B plus is good. It as is good. always, I do miss Anissa. <laughs> as always as always um but guys thanks so much for listening we would love it if you rated us five stars on the apple podcast app uh it makes a world of difference to us you know leave a review there follow us on twitter at reality blows pod you can email us at reality blows podcast at gmail.com i'm on twitter at ashley b roberts and nick is on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o did i spell your last name right you did now never forget The banana. The banana. And hey, Nick, may the banana be with you. And also, dirty hookers. Love you, Teej.